Ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Adrian. And I'm Thierry. This week, I'm talking to Charlie Machuron, founder and CEO at Silicon Luxembourg. This is the second time Charlie appears on our show. Yes, Charlie was one of our early adopters just before the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic and, of course, a few months after the launch of this very podcast. It's now been two years and a lot of things have happened since. Indeed, Silicon Luxembourg has gone through a number of key changes that Charlie and I will discuss in the upcoming conversation. What can you tell our listeners about this conversation with Charlie? Like for many businesses, the pandemic was a real disruptor in his field and challenged him to make key decisions. Starting as a one-man show running a startup news blog, Silicon Luxembourg has essentially turned into a fully-fledged media company focusing on tech news and startups. Of course, we discuss in detail how he made this happen, thanks to external help and a well-designed plan and vision. Perhaps you can also touch up on Charlie's recent views on the local startup scene. Yes, so we also wanted to capture his opinion on the startup ecosystem in Luxembourg and see how it's changed over the past few years. Some people might think the local scene is a bit overhyped, with the media focusing just on a few success stories compared to larger ecosystems like London's or Berlin's, where the pool is broader and, of course, more diversified. But listeners will find out that a lot of the interesting things have been brewing in the Grand Duchy and are definitely noteworthy. All right, let's dive into it. But now, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Charles-Louis Machuron, founder and CEO at Silicon Luxembourg. Charles-Louis, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for welcoming me again. <laughs> it's indeed. It's been two years since you last appeared on the show. And time flies. Actually, time flies. I, I remember last time you spoke to Thierry, and that was just a few weeks actually before the outbreak of COVID. So um, since then, a lot of things have happened. And of course, you and your business have also been impacted by all this. So what can you tell our listeners about the last 24 months that you've gone through? Well, first of all, thank you for, for the opportunity to follow up on, the, on Silicon Luxembourg. First of all, yeah, I, I'm doing uh, doing well. Time flies, as I said. Uh, it's been like uh, yeah, two years since we had this uh, this episode together, and well, a lot uh, a lot of things happened uh, for Silicon Luxembourg over the, over the past two years. The first thing is that just right before COVID and the, the first lockdown, I mean, the first quarter of 2020 was maybe the the toughest period of, of Silicon Luxembourg for many reasons. I had to I had to take a step back and, and, and think about the future of, uh, of Silicon Luxembourg during this uh, this first quarter. I remember I had to, re- to, re- to reach out all my all the, all the partners, sponsors, and uh, think about what I wanted to do with Silicon Luxembourg. So just right before the lockdown was maybe a period that was really challenging myself for the future of Silicon Luxembourg and just. When the, the, the lockdown happened, I did my best three months before to, at some point, save Silicon Luxembourg and uh, restart with new ambitions for Silicon Luxembourg. Then this lockdown was a, a period I really uh, spent a lot of time with my family. It was also, I would say, a good period for, for me also to, to, to have a rest because I launched the blog in 2013. So yeah, from 2013 to 2020, it was a bit crazy in the ecosystem here in Luxembourg. So... To be honest, having a, a rest during this period was also a good momentum for me. I kept the flow of the news on Silicon Luxembourg during this period. And I would say that 2020 was finally, at the end of the year, a good year for Silicon Luxembourg. With, uh, we increased the, the audience, we increased the revenue. Hopefully, I was also it was a standalone project again. So 
I had no employees, just uh, taking care of myself and the freelancers. So, I mean, it was also interesting to explore this period. End of 2020, I also had the opportunity and I would say really an opportunity and maybe the the best idea I took for Silicon Luxembourg is to start working with a mentor. And yeah, in December 2020, I restarted with him and we really decided the, the next steps for, for, for Silicon Luxembourg. And it really helped me to, to drive my ambitions and to, to execute a plan. I think the, the most important decision of, of Silicon Luxembourg's journey so far and beginning of last year, we finally decided to create officially the, the company, Silicon Luxembourg, because it, uh, yeah, from the time it was uh, only like a standalone company, as I said. And yeah, we defined really what we want to do now with, uh, with Silicon Luxembourg to, to grow the team, to produce also more content, yeah, to deliver more digital news to our audience and to really to scale Silicon Luxembourg. And this is really the, 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 the most important period maybe for, for Silicon Luxembourg those days is really that we are really scaling the, the, the media as itself. And we have really great ambitions for the future for, for Silicon Luxembourg. So the past two years were really amazing. Again, for, for Silicon Luxembourg, a lot of things happened. When I, I take a step back from yeah, where I was two years ago and now where we are, because now we, we have a a strong team at Silicon Luxembourg. It's amazing the what happened over the, the past two years and I really didn't expect it. So last 24 months, really rich in terms of experience, in terms of lessons that you learned, hiring a new mentor, incorporating Silicon Luxembourg, hiring more people, spending more time with the family. So indeed, a lot of things that are very sensible in, in those days. But actually, also in terms of how Silicon Luxembourg has operated since. For many businesses across Luxembourg and for many people that we talk to, people had to change their ways of looking at things, change the ways of you know changing their propositions. So from your perspective, then I'm assuming that you had to rebound. So obviously today we see that Silicon Luxembourg is doing really well. So what, what is your kind of secret sauce? How did you adapt your, your business model in light of the COVID situation? I first adapt myself, to be honest. First of all, I had the chance maybe to, to be self-employed and to run my own business during the COVID. So it was not, for example, for me, like an issue to go fully digital, for example, because we were mostly fully, already fully digital. And we only had like the, this print magazine and these physical events. So it was kind of easy to, to be fully digital during this COVID period. Of course, I adapt a bit my, my, my schedule to make sure that during the lockdown, I was able to take care of my family and to keep running the business. I kept a bit this, um, uh, this schedule right after the, the first lockdown and in between the, the different uh, steps of the, the health situation, meaning the first, the, the yeah, scheduling your days and the week, the meetings and, and so on. So I think the first step for, for, for Silicon Luxembourg, then I also noticed that the companies, they, they really wanted to communicate this during this period. So it was also interesting for Silicon Luxembourg to see what they wanted to share with us. And not only regarding the launch of a new product, of a new service, but it was mostly like digital stories about their employer branding and um, what they were doing at this stage for, for their companies. So it opened also a bit our minds uh, regarding the, the content we wanted to deliver with Silicon Luxembourg because we were mostly focusing only on 
startup news and we decided to move towards the tech and digital stories in Luxembourg. Then we were able to reach out more companies and to yeah to share more more content about entrepreneurship, about education, about marketing. And we still have this flow of tech news around different topics, what we call today tech trends on, on, on Silicon Luxembourg. And this move, and it happened last year, was really also possible thanks to the pool of freelance writers, podcasters and designers we have at, uh, at, at Silicon Luxembourg because they, they really wanted to, to produce more content. They had also different uh, topics they wanted to talk about. And so... Yeah, I would remember like uh, beginning of uh, yeah the summer 2021, we, we were able to, to deliver another type of content to, to our readers and subscribers. And we also took the decision also to try to share the content to a wider audience to, to, ha- to strengthen our presence, for example, on, on, on social media to deliver a weekly newsletter to design new magazines to think about the new events we wanted to organize. So in terms of business, I think the, the first decision was really to beat the content we, want, we wanted to share and really moving to this, from the startup news to this tech and digital stories, what really is a smart move for, for us, because today we, we can produce much more content on different topics and uh, still have like the, the startups as a layer for Silicon Luxembourg. So. This is, I think, the, the, the main business change. And of course, with my mentor and now my business partner, we redefined really a plan. And our goal now is really to execute the plan and to industrialize the content and to be able to deliver the content on a regular basis and really to have like a, a strong community of readers and subscribers who, who can now really read news on Silicon Luxembourg now on a daily basis, which was not the case uh, two years ago and even a year ago now. Uh, but now we, we are able to, to produce content on a daily basis. So it's also a, b- a big change for, for us because we are really moving from yeah, a standalone project so as a blog, then an independent media, again, managed by one person now to a media managed by a team. And so we develop also different pillars in our team to, yeah, to, to split the sales, to split the editorial, to split the community management, the event management, and growing the team as well is also a big change for us. So today we have five people now in the team and around 30 freelancers working for Silicon Luxembourg on different projects. So it's a, it's a big change, to be honest, for, for me, because a year ago, I was still alone in the company. It's the biggest change in terms of, of business for, for Silicon Luxembourg. That's indeed a very impressive uh, rebound compared to the history of, uh, of your company and, and also your track record. But out of interest, uh, now that I'm thinking about this, so given the, the addition of substance to your activities, did you actually, so that the expansion that you just uh, talked about, uh, was it self-funded or did you have to go through some form of fundraising? No, Silicon Luxembourg is a is really a self-funded project uh, at the since the very beginning. So it's really bootstrapped, and we are only scaling Silicon Luxembourg on the contracts with our sponsors, partners, and the advertisers and the members. So it's really uh, we didn't raise funds. So no, no, it's really uh, <laughs> we are generating revenue on the on the work we are we are we are doing a, a bit of every day. So it's uh, also 
yeah during the during the lockdown there there was there were no risk financially speaking the the, the main uh, goal was really to to be able to generate revenue and to keep uh, generating revenues with silicon luxembourg so yeah since the very beginning it's uh, it's bootstrap and um, to be honest, I think that the main decision was, was really to to start working with a with a mentor, which is maybe much more <laughs> maybe interesting to have him on board today than maybe finding a pool of investors. We don't have like a technology behind Silicon Luxembourg. It's really like a, it's a media. We are working on WordPress, so we don't have any tech in a, in Silicon Luxembourg. Even if we are talking about tech startups, digital companies, and and, and so on. I think it was also since the very beginning, my ambition was to be self-funded and to, to keep scaling Silicon Luxembourg uh, based on the, the ideas and based on the on the partnerships we, we could have along the year. Then we will see what will happen in the near future, to be honest. But for now, we are, yeah, it's working that way. So, and it's working pretty well. So we are very happy with this way of, uh, of working today. Yes, I um, I didn't mean to compare you with a tech startup or, or of some sort. It's just I think it's just out of pure, well, out of genuine interest. You know, if you're telling me you're self-funded, that's that's amazing because of of course you you're accountable to no one. You decide the with the mentor, you decide the course of action, and then you go for it. And, and as you, you just said, it's it's been successful, and and of course we, we wish you all the best and all the success in that regard. But also just before we move on to. Uh, to another topic, out of interest now today, given that you know all, all the the proposition that you've just talked about has changed, what is the revenue split now? Well, today we have different revenue streams. <laughs> so first of all is of course the the ads on Silicon Luxembourg, so on the website or now also in the magazine, so in the print magazine. So it's really our, our main uh, revenue stream today for, for for Silicon Luxembourg. We also have the jobs, the job platform also, where we, we, we generate revenues as well. The sponsorships for events, and we relaunched a bit the, the physical events a few months ago, but even during this uh, the last two years, we were able to finance our events with uh, and our digital events with sponsors as well. We have different pillars because now we have also this uh, Founders Club. So it's really a, a yearly uh, membership for founders and we connect the founders together during uh, events. So it's uh, also working pretty well for us, uh, the Founders Club. What do we have again? So we also now produce podcasts and uh, video series. And so it's also an interesting move now since over a year. And we have some uh, some sponsors. So we mostly now produce also video series and, and podcasts for our partners or together with them regarding the topics. So yeah, this, uh, these are mainly the revenue streams of, of, of Silicon Luxembourg. We have a lot of uh, B2B, B2B partnerships. And yeah, that's the way we work today at Silicon Luxembourg. And we are lucky now also to, to have a new sales and partnership manager who is now working really full-time on the, the, the partnerships for Silicon Luxembourg. And it's also like a, yeah, a big move we operated last September. So yeah, we saw that the results are, are amazing over the past six months. So it's, yeah, it was also a big decision. It was maybe our first decision when we, when we decided to, to hire a team was first to find like the right salesperson who could really help us to, to scale the business for Silicon Luxembourg. So we designed a new media kit for her that you can find online. And her day-to-day is really dedicated to, to talk to our current sponsors and partners and advertisers and members. So we are lucky to, to have her on board. 
and to be able now to, to really to scale Silicon Luxembourg thanks to the to what she's achieving since a few months. So we have different media revenue stream, really close to also a bit what the other media are doing now here in Luxembourg. But we try to to, to keep finding or to keep spreading our uniqueness on the market with this uh, media brief dedicated to tech and digital stories. You mentioned a moment ago the Founders Club that you mm-hmm. recently set, uh, established. So um, for me, the direction of travel now for the remaining part of this uh, conversation will be more about you know something that's now become less important in your business, so the startup ecosystem, which has also, I mean, we've seen that uh, Luxembourg has been for many years now promoting local ecosystem and it's an important part of the economy now, or at least that's what the government wants to achieve. But at the same time, actually, and this, that's where... I'm pretty sure you have uh, very valuable insights to to provide, but I'm also talking from from a personal perspective. Now that I, you know, Cherry and myself live in in London, and we we see things from a different angle. But Luxembourg is small; it's a small country, with you know trying to attract startups, founders, and also have like a bit more mature startups coming to Luxembourg. But at the same time, it's a small space. So some people might say, you know, the noise that's made about startups in Luxembourg is slightly overhyped. Or you know, one might disagree or agree. Depends on how you're seeing things. So you are in the middle of this on a daily basis. How would you comment on this? What's your feeling about this? How do you experience the, this this kind of uh, news flow every day? Well, it's a good uh, it's a good question. But to be to be honest, if there were no startups or less startups, Silicon Luxembourg will not be that fast growing media we have today. So what we saw over the past years, of course, is that really the ecosystem that really build the ecosystem and all the infrastructure we needed for for having a tech ecosystem, meaning the incubators, the accelerators, the acceleration program, the events, the co-working spaces, some public initiatives, uh, the public funding, and, uh, and so on. So really, over the past years, we really have now all the the places we need maybe for, for, for having the, 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 the startups. And I think we... The ecosystem is doing pretty well now. We yeah, we, we have a lot of companies in the on, on on the market. And yes, there is maybe this trend when we, we talk a lot about startups and so on, which is which is good because what I what I noticed over the past years is that there are more and more young Luxembourg Luxembourger <laughs> who are launching their own uh, business and uh, tech companies in, uh, in in Luxembourg, which was not the case uh, maybe five years ago. So it's interesting to see that the first success stories we, we, we have in Luxembourg, and that's what we try to, to share with Silicon Luxembourg, is also to share the success stories and what you could do as an entrepreneur also in Luxembourg. Some people are now thinking about launching their, their, their own startups in Luxembourg. Now, to be honest, I think that there is a lot to do here in Luxembourg, and it's mostly adjusting a bit some components of the ecosystem to make sure that we can really scale the, the companies we, we, we have in Luxembourg. So it's yeah, mostly adjusting the, the, the components instead of launching maybe new things. I think it's also, again, uh, finding the right talents or maybe also training the right talents from Luxembourg. It's also taking decisions also about how many startups do, do, do we want also in, uh, in Luxembourg because I noticed that the figures that are shared here in Luxembourg this year are a bit the same that in terms of the number of startups are still the same than like six or seven years ago, which is a bit surprising compared to what have been achieved over the over the past years in terms of investment in the tech ecosystem. So I think 
we we and I say we for Luxembourg, I think we we should define like a, a plan and a, and a vision for the startup ecosystem. I think this is the the main thing I think today that is missing is that when you are running a business, you you set up different goals, different milestones, and so on. And I think it's a bit what is missing here in Luxembourg to define the the milestones and the next step for the ecosystems, even in terms of figures and so on, what we want to achieve in the next three, five, ten years for Luxembourg. I think it's something missing. Also a bridge between really the, the public organizations and the well the the, the startups and the, the entrepreneurs. I think there is like a, a bridge to to create uh, here in Luxembourg in this regard. Of course we also need more entrepreneurs and even successful entrepreneurs who could also coach, mentor and invest in new startups because I think what we what we need also in Luxembourg is to have more success stories. I mean between uh, yeah 2000 and 2010 uh, yeah we we had Skype in Luxembourg 2010 2020 Talkwalker and I think during the next decade we could expect to have like just more than one scale up if we could have like a one scale up per year could be also interesting in Luxembourg at least. <laughs> so I think also the entrepreneurs and the successful entrepreneurs, the experienced entrepreneurs in the tech industry in Luxembourg are also getting more involved since a year or since a year or two now in Luxembourg. And they're really now coaching, mentoring and investing in different companies to really share the ingredients to succeed. And I think we, we will have more success stories to, to share in uh, even in the European landscape. Because today we we are still, as you said, we are still a, a village between big tech hubs, and there are plenty of great companies here who could really scale in in Europe first. And this would be great to share those stories to the other countries. So I think yeah, what we need is a vision and to define really the, the, the next steps for the ecosystem and define the the right figures. I think it's what we need today. So you were talking, yeah. So talking about the vision, the milestones, the uh, having a plan essentially for Luxembourg to establish a roadmap. You know, there's more for me. There's more an immediate question, and it's something that, again, me personally, I've been thinking about. What is the the, the most pressing obstacle? Because you, you might argue that Luxembourg has always traditionally been very wealthy and you know, the change. I mean, not change averse, but you know, not, not incentivized to change as quickly. And 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 startups is. It's, it's a very conduit that leads to, to rapid change and adaptation. So I think the question of, especially if you want to have Luxembourgers starting their own companies, a lot of people don't want to take that risk, as in many other countries in Europe. Isn't that like one of those components that we need to kind of you know, change also at the top, you know, government top level, to understand a bit more what it means to launch their own co- company? Well, I think there are, there are many, many reasons huh? uh, to launch a company. Of course, if you are really passionate about entrepreneurship and if you really want to, to launch your company, you you can do it and it's not to be honest, that complicated in Luxembourg. Of course, a lot of people don't take also the, the risks in Luxembourg because it's also costly, meaning that when you, when you launch a company, you expect to earn money pretty fast. So sometimes even maybe the, yeah, what people can also earn in different companies in public institutions in Luxembourg is uh, takes time to earn when you are launching your your startup so there is like this uh, financial risks and this is something really people are, are really sharing a lot it's really costly for the four years and i truly agree with that as well of course there is also another thing is that luxembourg is also a small country so the local market is pretty small so you have to think 
expansion and Europe from the very, very beginning of your company, which is slightly different from other markets if you compare to the UK, to France, to Germany, or to any any other countries also in a, in Europe where the local market is much bigger here. As a startup, you have to, to, to think about finding your clients or partners out of Luxembourg. And I think it's also like a, a mindset that is completely different from other countries saying, okay, I'm launching a, my startup here in Luxembourg, but I have to scale it from the very beginning and scale it in, in other countries. Of course, you can iterate your, your product and your service here in Luxembourg, which is pretty good because you have a different nationalities and you can really take your time to, to develop your product and, and service, but you, you don't have the choice than scaling in Europe. So this is also another mindset really important for Luxembourg. And the last point is also that uh, Luxembourg is attracting a lot of startups to Luxembourg. And so at some point, you wonder, you know, how many foreign startups do you have in Luxembourg? How many local startups do you have? It's a mix of different companies, different cultures, different industries, and, and so on. And I think that we, we, we still need to, de- to develop the, really the ground for, for the tech ecosystem and to have more uh, local entrepreneurs here in Luxembourg on this topic, on this market. So yeah, this is a bit yeah what I, what I see for for the ecosystem today. If you had to take a guess in the next so in this in this decade essentially, because you mentioned Skype, Talkwalker for the previous decades, what startup in particular would you expect to do well in the coming years? I mean, don't necessarily need to name one, but uh, is there? So it sounds like there's the, the ingredients are all gathered together now for. Luxembourg source startups now to, to expand and succeed internationally. So what would be your mm-hmm. educated guess here? Well, I guess, first of all, we, we have plenty of startups that are scaling really those days in different fields. And this is really, really, really surprising, but it's not like a, a field in particular or an industry. But there are, at Silicon Luxembourg, we listed around really 50 companies in Luxembourg who could really scale and become scale-ups in the next years. I will not name those 50 companies, but they are doing pretty well now. I think they also surround themselves really well with investors, with uh, mentors, coaches, and even employees. And now yeah, the, the main goal is that they have to, to take the right decisions, maybe this year or, or next year maximum. And if they take the right decisions in terms of expansion, in terms of business and, and, and so on, I think we have the, the, the potential to have like uh, 50 new scale-ups in, uh, in, in Luxembourg and from Luxembourg as well. I think also a big change compared to the previous year, it's that now with all the, the, yeah, all the programs, all the entrepreneurs now, all the mentors and so on, we are now able to create more successful companies. Now the goal is that they have to succeed in their market. They all have like plans to expand their businesses, but in other countries, they are not alone. <laughs> so they have also to, yeah, to be the best. And I think we have also a great example that a few companies in Luxembourg, there is succeed pretty well in, in Europe. So a couple of people know exactly the ingredients to succeed. And they are also sharing it with those startups. We have the potential to have much more than, than a dozen new scale-ups in the, in, the, in the next decade. And this would be also interesting to share as, a, as success stories to, to share what they achieved from Luxembourg. And this is exactly what we, we need today. Okay, well, we'll keep a look at on the, on the Silicon Luxembourg website to monitor those 50 companies that have got uh, great potential. And, and of course, yeah, it definitely sounds more promising for the scale-ups, as you just mentioned. 
But in the interest of time, I just wanted to move to a final question for you and then actually refocus on Silicon Luxembourg and your more recent success story. So um, as you said earlier, the, you, so you expanded in terms of proposition, you expanded your reader pool and the frequency at which you produce content. So uh, I also noticed a few days ago that on LinkedIn, so the, the professional social media network, you reached the mark of 8,000 followers, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a great achievement overall. So that's uh, so on, on that basis, what are, what is the outlook for Silicon Luxembourg, let's say in the next five years. And of course, you said that you've slowly adapted your business model to uh, at least make it comparable to more traditional media outlets in Luxembourg. So what's in the pipe for those years to come? You noticed it pretty well, yeah. We are already in the in this phase of, uh, of scaling Silicon Luxembourg. So we're in this phase where we produce more content where we want to share also the content to the to a wider audience and to the largest audience possible. So that's why we are now much more active on social media as well. You mentioned LinkedIn, for example, and we expect to have like 10,000 uh, followers by the summer and it's growing pretty fast on this social network. Of course, it's also maybe the fastest growing yeah, social network here in, in, uh, in Luxembourg as well and pretty great to to share the content we have on, on Silicon Luxembourg. We are also much more active on other social media. So it's really important for us to, to have this, uh, this presence. So on social media, online, with the website, with our newsletters as well, with our magazines, with the events, because we have our readers are sharing the news or reading the news or listening to different stories in different ways. So some of them will mostly read the newsletter, order the website, order will attend events or attend the, the events we organize within the Founders Club, other will only read the social media. So we try to have this presence in, on different networks. And so this is really important for us to, to tell that we are really in this process of producing more content, realizing our content and deliver on a, on a regular basis. So this is the, 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 first, uh, the first plan for Silicon Luxembourg. The vision for Silicon Luxembourg is, of course, to be the media for all the tech and digital stories in Luxembourg. And we will uh, uh, focus on this and share all the news also about digital entrepreneurship and yeah, how you could also set up your business in Luxembourg. So our goal is really to, to be this media and in the near future also to be the media of the young connected generation. Uh, so we are in this uh, in this transition phase where we produce more content and we have more different type of content to come and really tell Luxembourg and people living here or even our audience based outside of Luxembourg that we have also great entrepreneurs here, that we have great stories, that it's um, a friendly country to, to start your, your, your business, that you can really work with different nationalities, that you can expand in Europe from Luxembourg and keep sharing these positive news to our audience and be part of this media landscape. It's really important for now for us to, to say that, okay, we, we started as a blog and now we are a media as itself and we want to, to play our role to keep people informed about what's going on. And so, yeah, we, we have a lot of ambition for Silicon Luxembourg. The idea is that it should be like a, a real media brand in Luxembourg in the next five or 10 years. So well, on those very ambitious words and, and enthusiastic uh, tone, we definitely look forward to seeing uh, this plan 
being panned out and, and implemented over time and, and actually also seeing Silicon Luxembourg being or you know reaching the, the ranks of the well-established uh, media outlets in, in Luxembourg, especially for the tech and, and the startup uh, scene. Charlotte, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today. It was a real pleasure to have uh, some updates on Silicon Luxembourg. And of course, Terry and myself look forward to having you back in the coming uh, months or years to talk about your success story. Yeah, thank you very much, Adrien. Thank you for the invitation. Say hi to, to Thierry and I wish you also best of luck and success for Lux Unplugged. Really pleased to see that you are also keeping the momentum and keeping the, the good work for your podcast. So yeah, keep up the good work. Thanks for listening to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time. Mm-hmm.